0: The Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. I feel almost like I need to do a little rap coming in from that phenomenal intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? It's perfect uh, for my opening story that might surprise y'all, the story I'm going to go with in the open. And then after the uh, first break, we've got a doctor on, uh, Dr. Thomas, who is a fighter on behalf of our constitutional right of informed consent when it comes to any and all shots and vaccines. And he has actually had his license pulled from him in the state of Oregon as he attempts to fight uh, the the attacks on our constitutional right to informed consent. Uh, everybody's talking about Chris. Chris. <laughs> Let's call him Fredo, shall we? Everybody's talking about Fredo tonight. We're going to talk about that in a few moments as well. How many of y'all know today, and a lot of people talk about the Ghislaine Maxwell story as well, how many of y'all know that Iran is like about five seconds away from enriched uranium in which they will have weapons-grade uranium, meaning they will have a nuke? What does that mean for us, given the fact that the dude in the Oval Office, the commander-in-chief, doesn't even know where he is most days. And we have no idea, actually, who's calling the shots. Is it still Valerie Jarrett? Is it Obama who laundered how many hundreds of millions of dollars to this regime? Scary, scary time. So we've got our, our favorite uh, threat analyst, John Guandolo, from Understanding the Threat's going to be here at the bottom half of the hour. And then we got Stacco News to share with y'all later on in the show. It's going to be like a you know, be like the shock and awe. Uh, just to give you guys some flavors to other topics of the day. Before I go further, got to bring in my brother. It's DJ Taterskins.
2: You know, no snazzy liner, because I just got to say, Andrea, no matter who is in charge of the names you just mentioned, every American should have chills up and down their spine because Iran's about to go big league and we're about to be quaking in our boots.
1: Yeah, let's remind everybody. Of course, we're going to save most of this topic for John Guandolo, but we got to remind everybody. That um, Iran is the number one state sponsor of terror, they killed more Americans uh, in during the the Iraq and Afghanistan wars and were behind everything that went on in Syria that This is the regime that held Americans hostage for uh four hundred and forty four days this They began after the takeover of Iran uh really the rise of the Islamic terror movement around the world, and they had they teach their children to chant death to America in schools. They have been stating for decades that their goal is to wipe Israel and the United States off the map. And if they have weapons grade uranium at this point, it's been paid for by the U.S. tax dollars. But we've got to move on for that topic because I was going to, you know, I was rolling from my flavor from that opening song to tell y'all a little bit about, uh, who a dude who thought he was, uh, had some flavor. And, uh, I'm trying to segue here into Jesse Smollett. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that just who see we had even forgotten right that mr Hoaster with the hoax that was as fake as the tuna in his tuna salad sandwich from subway right we forgot because initially uh the the um, attorney whoever was the head of a uh, chicago attorney there kim fox wasn't going to press any charges and then we kind of forgot about it right well you know how many people realize that there's a trial happening today i just had to open the show with a chuckle because not only is it coming out obviously that it was a hoax, that cost I don't know how much taxpayers' dollars, um, he should actually be be pay, uh, pay somehow meant to pay a penalty for the defamation of seventy five million Trump supporters, which is what this was meant to do. In addition to resurrect a, a failing acting career, he, he actually did a dry run. They did a they calling it a dry run of his attack. He rehearsed it. It's like did they have somebody call action break? cut
2: hope alec Baldwin wasn't involved
1: well yeah <laughs> i just thought that was hilarious that that because what a hashtag fail right I Oh, mean, huge huge fail i mean he even rehearsed this hoax and couldn't pull it off right it just goes to show uh what a bad actor he is um so i had to start the show with a little bit of a chuckle here's another chuckle and a piece of good news um Breaking news happened yesterday. I didn't get a chance to get into it because we dedicated last night's show to the election fraud, the number one issue uh, in this country, and we will continue to shed light on that. But it was breaking news yesterday that Chris Chris Cuomo, Fredo, uh, emails had emerged in which he had been coordinating with Governor Andrew Cuomo's team in order to attack any of his alleged accusers using his sources to do so and going after these women. Um as of today, when after it was revealed, he still had a job, right? Well, then, a lot of pressure came about on c n n to get rid of this dude, of course, not from any of the female people who work there, right any of the female people let's think about c n n and and what they did with the um what did they call that sleazy lawyer that's in jail now? um porn porn lawyer they had how they had porn lawyer on there about stormy Daniels and pushing out all that stormy Daniels crap uh for years and it, for the entire Trump administration they had creepy porn lawyer out there leveling f- false admittedly false accusations against Brett Kavanaugh for gang rape going on but these women at CNN have kept silent over Andrew Cuomo over Chris Cuomo using his resources basically using his show using CNN in order to assault and go after his brother's accusers. Basically what you women have done is you are the equivalent to Hillary Clinton who set up the war room in the White House to deal with the quote bimbo eruptions. Right? In which they sought to go after Juanita Broderick. uh, Paula Jones and all the rest of them. Let's go out and destroy the women who are leveling these very credible accusations. Well finally CNN had to do something and so they have suspended uh, the young Chris although shouldn't they have also suspended him when he was walking behind his wife naked on camera when That's he a was when, should when have he, obviously right.
2: been suspended.
1: Yeah, I mean so so this is also the same outlet let me remind you that rehired Tubin, Jeffrey Tubin <laughs> who on a Zoom call was enjoying a, a, a personal instrument of his, so if you're a woman out there, how in the world are you still watching CNN? Here's CNN's statement today. Uh, they appreciated the unique position he was in and understood his need to put family first and job second. However, put family first and job second. They're they're basically justifying that he used his position while he was lying. To the American people, that he had he was had no discussions. He get, sat there in the anchor chair and said, "I have had no conversations with my brother. I have no involvement. I am here. I, I, I'm a, I, I am independent, and I've had no involvement whatsoever with my with any of my brother's cases." So this is CNN lying right here. Uh, these documents point to a greater level of involvement in his brother's efforts than we previously knew. Um, that's Brian Stelter. Uh, CNN said. Um, we have suspended Chris indefinitely pending further evaluation. What further evaluation? It's his own emails.
2: The proof's in the pudding right there. You don't need anything further.
1: No, what the, what the, the, what the plan to do is just to basically, you know, uh, wait it out. You know, he's off somewhere naked, running around and his wife's zoom calls where where she's, or her Instagram post while she's working out. Um, yeah, I mean here in one of the messages, um, Uh, Somebody who worked for Cuomo, um, uh, Andrew Cuomo's top aide, Melissa DeRosa, in one of the messages, she asked Chris Cuomo to check your sources about a rumor going around from Politico, one to two more people coming out tomorrow. Cuomo responded on it before following up 40 minutes later with no one has heard that yet. So he's fun using his resources to funnel information, uh, to his brothers. He, uh, in his initial denial, he said, I never covered my brother's troubles because I obviously had a conflict. So quite frankly, I think he should be under criminal investigation for aiding it for obstructing justice or aiding and embedding. I'm not an attorney, so I could be wrong about that. But this is, this is, um, disturbing. We can laugh about Fredo, and and but this is this is still considered by many to be an actual outlet, although it shouldn't have been, because CNN for four years had Adam Schiff on there, and they continued, and John Brennan and James Clapper and all the rest of them. Then they hired Andrew McCabe and others to continue to push out falsehoods and lies that Trump had had colluded with Russians, and they even after the Mueller report came out, they had Andrew. Uh no. Um, Adam Schiff on who said I have seen the evidence that there was collusion. I, you know, I, you know, I'm all about. I don't know skins. I mean, should we? We have there's no accountability for a media outlet. I'm all about First Amendment rights and non censorship, but shouldn't there be some kind of recourse when you've got a media outlet that's just continuing to funnel lies. I mean, Andrew Sandman, not Andrew, but um, Nicholas Sandman, he was able to get recourse for defamation
2: you have to have these news networks every single one of them held accountable you know if, if they're giving opinion pieces that's one thing but when you're trying to present the facts and you're obviously lying to give a different narrative that's wrong and that needs to be that needs to be changed
1: yeah i you know if you're an attorney out there and you understand you know the 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 legalities here i'd love to hear from you and help me to understand how there's absolutely no way that a media outlet um can be held accountable for when they're pushing out f- false stories um, because you look at you you look at how pushing out false stories like this what it did to the Trump family and people in their circle how it affected the election their lives uh, have been destroyed lives have been destroyed lives, lives have been destroyed uh it's it's another aspect of election interference and swaying the outcome of an election if we had had a, an actual attorney general under the Trump administration we might have had we might have had you know something done about this if there was something legally
2: you know and it goes back to you, Andrea that All goes back to Trump surrounded himself with the wrong people. We could be in a completely different state as a country today if he actually trusted the people that he probably trusted in his gut, but allowed other people to talk him into other decisions.
1: Absolutely. All right, we're going to shift gears from Fredo. And we're going to get back into uh, the vaccines. There's breaking news today on the mandates, as well as I've invited on uh, Dr. Paul Thomas, who treats children with vax injuries, and uh, he's an advocate for informed consent. And so he's going to be here after the break. So stay tuned.
0: The Andrea Kay Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, the
2: donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San
3: Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. We got to get back to um, something that I've been talking about and pushing hard about. And I am not one of these conservative hosts that says, I'm not anti-vax. I just don't like the mandates. No, no, no. I've gone hard in on these jabs that are not just creating adverse reactions but actually killing Americans and now they got their sights set on babies and they already had it on the unborn with pregnant people with Oh bro- they plan on not-
2: jabbing everybody
1: Yeah that yeah pregnant people pregnant women um, So I've got a first time on the Andrea Kay show tonight. I've got a Dr. Uh, Paul Thomas, who's an advocate for a constitutional right of informed consent. And that's what they're trying to remove from us. And they've if they get it under COVID, then they've got it over over everything else. And we will never have any say so over our bodies and our lives again. And that's ultimately what the end game is here. And so he actually in his in his work to fight for informed consent and working with children who he treats for vaccine injuries, uh, they have removed his license. And so he's here now to discuss. Hello, Dr. Thomas. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hello, Dr. Thomas. Welcome to the Andrea K.
3: Show. Hi, Andrea. It's great to be with you.
1: Well, thank you. So I want to start with um, why they pulled your license. I believe you published an article stating that vaccinated children get sick more quickly. Tell us why they, uh, on the basis of that published article, they removed your license.
3: Well, the back story is I published the Vaccine Friendly Plan book in 2016, and that started the target on my, you know, right on me, because that book outlines a different way of vaccinating children that's less toxic and uh, should be much safer. Of course, it would cut into their profits. So they've been after me for the last three, four years. But uh, in February of 2019, a couple years ago, they came at me and said, prove that the Vaccine Friendly Plan is as safe as the CDC schedule. Well, after laughing about that, I thought, why not? So I got a hired an expert come in, we got all the data from my practice, we published it on November 23rd of 2020, so just a year ago, and five days after that was available online, the Oregon Medical Board yanked my license. Wow. Uh, there, there, it was clearly in retaliation or because they needed to try to discredit that study. What we found was just Earth shattering. I mean, it wasn't a total surprise to me, but the magnitude of the significance, the amount of conditions that were so much worse in the vaccinated kids when compared to age matched unvaccinated kids was astounding. I mean, we're talking all sorts of infections from eye infections, sinus infections, lung infections to neurodevelopmental problems, developmental disabilities uh, to all sorts of allergies, uh, eczema, allergic rhinitis, doesn't matter what we looked at the vaccinated had a four to five times, four to 500% greater severity of these conditions. Uh, In the case of ADHD, for example, what a shocker. There was zero cases of ADHD in the unvaxxed. And uh, the the data was just so powerful.
1: Right. Well, and I I think that uh, that was not just, uh, I think it was calculated that it wasn't, even though we didn't have these shots out at this point, I believe that they knew these shots were coming out. And this was this was proactive, trying to shut down any questioning about shots because they, they had this plan all along to come after children. Even though children, when it comes to COVID, even though children don't get it and they don't give it, because this is ultimately right. about through the use of these shots to force us into the collective and us to no longer have any say so over anything. And they want us to to forever have our arm out. And then uh, that that eventually, I think Doctor Yader said that uh, very soon they'll be able to go from c- computer screen right into our arm with no testing, no trials, nothing done. Recently, I heard a Dr. zelensk I think it was Zelensky who was talking about something that a lot of people don't know. Uh, was there not an RSV vaccine that was tried in the 60s on children yeah, and it, then it, they had to pull it? it. And RSV is the, is the, I believe it's the upper respiratory infection that almost every child would get by the age of two. They came out with some yeah. vaccine that killed kids and they had to pull it, yes?
3: Yep. Absolutely, and they tried again with the uh, COVID, coronaviruses with the SARS and the MERS back in 2002, 2003, and then a a few years later. They've been unsuccessful to make vaccines against these type of viruses. Uh, And uh, so, yeah, they rolled this one out, the COVID vaccine, without animal trials, basically just skipped that. So the human population became the animal trials. And I'm sure you've looked at the data. It's horrifying absolutely horrifying so what the big business big pharma have been doing to children all along for two decades turning us into um, you know atm machines for pharma i mean you vaccinate you cause autoimmunity you cause uh, allergies and you cause neurodevelopmental problems uh, for the autoimmunity, you treat with immunosuppressants number one money maker and with immunosuppressants you trigger cancer number two moneymaker. and what started it all to begin with was the vaccines number three money maker except now with COVID, I think vaccines jump to number one moneymaker for pharma. It's just massive profits.
1: Oh, of course. And you know, uh, any of the data we're supposed to trust the science. Well, then Pfizer, why do you need fifty-five years before you before you've, you're forced to reveal the data to anybody? Uh, Mangala is trending today on Twitter in regards uh, to Fauci. Because Lara Logan was on Fox News and said he's today's uh, Mangala. And, of course, everybody's now trying to get her canceled. Uh, Well, I think he's Mangala. When uh, I saw today that there was an article from the Associated Press back in um, May 2005 in which Fauci um, tested AIDS drugs on hundreds of foster children over two decades um, and many of them ended up dying. So they used foster children to to be test animals for for AIDS drugs. So you parents out there, you're trusting this United States government with your babies. Right, Mr. Yeah. Dr. Thomas? I mean, why would anybody trust yeah. what's going on here? This is Mangala-level stuff with our children, isn't it?
3: you know what's so difficult is people who have their eyes glued to the news and it doesn't matter almost what channel you look at they're just being fed lies and propaganda but they don't know it i mean my own parents got the covid shots and my own mother says but paul how can all the other people be wrong and it's like wow mom i've done the 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 studies i've got the data i've i've got the research you've watched what they've done to me and um, you know, she's coming around. One of the challenges we have, of course, is how do we reach people who have drank the Kool-Aid or who just haven't had their eyes open? And, and of course, we need to do that. So if you're listening and, and you, you just can't quite figure this out, just be open to looking at what's actually going on. I mean, the medical board yanked my license because of presenting actual solid data. That should tell you something.
1: Well, to me, it's common sense, Dr. Thomas. I said when this first started, I said that it doesn't make sense to me that it can't be, it can't be as contagious as they're saying and as deadly as they're saying, or people would be dropping like flies and it ain't happening. I said this, I think February 2020 or March 2020. It just never made sense to me because what we saw, what was happening wasn't matching with the doomsday dire predictions about this yeah and you know it it just and and it never made sense with the distancing and how locking uh, healthy people in their homes was going to stop anything and you know and then as it became clear that it wasn't near as deadly that it was that it was really an elderly with comorbidity situation we still had people buying in it, the that the the idea that everybody w- had an equal chance of getting it everybody had equal chance of dying from it and that we were uh, yeah. that if you came within 5 you know inches from somebody you were going to drop dead from it and and no matter how much the truth is proven to people it's like their own common sense is just gone and i don't know how yeah. we get it back i feel like the only thing that we can do is to protect those people who can't apply common sense to to life in the equation is that the rest of us get informed consent somehow uh, through the yep. laws to protect us. I mean, I, I, how else do we do it?
3: Absolutely. We have to fight for informed consent. We have to fight for freedom, which is, as you started out when we first started chatting, it's evaporating our freedoms. If, if we get to this passport thing that's being rolled out along the West Coast here, um, it, it'll be like the apartheid system in South Africa. You can't move around without your papers. Uh, I mean, this is serious stuff, folks, for our medical freedom.
1: Well yeah, because it's never been about our health. It's always I I said <laughs> from day 1, the virus is real, but the government overreaction to it is about power and about control. Yep. And nailed it, it and and and, and it, I've been proven correct and I even ha- I can't tell you how many conservative people friends of mine were texting me and you got to get off this. You know, they're trying to protect you. Tr- you know, when Trump went along with this 14 days to flatten the curve, I was beside myself because I knew then that we th- that they had us. Uh well and they yeah. certainly had us at the mask Right. Because, I mean, if you really yeah. thought that these dopey masks were going to, you know, I, I, and I used to do reports every year on the flu. I'm like, you know, we never we didn't lock anybody in from the flu and we we lose countless more kids here in San Diego County and elderly from the flu than we ever will from covid. And they just managed to prey on the psyches of Americans and embed in them. It's almost like they've done psychological damage to where now people need cognitive therapy to recover, right? I mean, the distorted thinking, oh, yeah. the, the catastrophizing. The
3: rate, it's crazy. Yep. Suicide rates are up. Kids' anxiety conditions are through the roof. We're seeing stuff you never saw before in young kids. Uh, this this is absolutely totally unnecessary. Like take a walk in the forest, look at the animal kingdom. Everybody else is doing fine, but human beings with their head glued to tube, you know, the boob tube. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. And, um, you haven't mentioned therapeutics, uh, you know, I don't know if you have any knowledge or any information on that. Uh, but the idea that we that for the first time I have chronic allergic rhinitis, probably from my being a kid in the military, where every time I turned around, I had a shot in the arm. Yep. Uh, you yep. know, so I mean, I've suffered with that my entire life. This is the first time in my life, when I went to see the doctor for, you know, my, you know, one to two sinus infections a year, where they're no longer treating sick people and symptoms. So, we, so the, yeah. the idea is you got to sit at home until you're so sick you got to go in a hospital and they put you on a vent. so no, you, it's the, completely
3: it, insane, Andrea. This is such a mild condition if you will just do a couple simple things. First and foremost, make sure you're taking plenty of vitamin D. I like D3 with K2. Adults can take 10000 a day. Get your levels optimal, and that in and of itself will probably protect you more than almost anything else you can do. And then if you get sick, there are therapeutics. You're absolutely right. Uh, there's stuff put out by, uh, Dr. McCullough, Mm uh, the the frontline doctors, there's all sorts of stuff.
1: Right. In fact, I've had many times, Dr. Jane Orient, who's the executive director of American association, association of American physicians and surgeons, and they've got a treatment plan out that they did with the Dr. McCullough. And, um, you know, the, you know, it's the fact that, um, Fauci, by denying therapeutics, has probably killed five hundred thousand Americans. Am I wrong?
3: No, I think you're spot on. And, and the thing is, uh, it's completely unnecessary. Well, it was necessary for them because they couldn't have, ro- they wouldn't have been able to roll out their emergency use vaccine program if there was a treatment. So they have systematically denied any treatments as being, uh, you know, available. When in fact, you can go online, like you said, a guide to home- COVID treatment, step-by-step doctors that could save your life. That's the Jane Orient uh, document that's put out by the um, aapsonline.org. That's the American Physicians and Surgeons, Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. It's it's pretty clear. It's simple stuff. Folks, do not fear this virus. Get outside. Get clean air. Get your vitamin D levels up. And, uh, yeah, resist. <laughs> we We have to now say no more
1: is there something um that you were uh you have a how can people help you um do you have a youtube channel you want people do you have something involving informed consent um how can so, we help yeah, your efforts
3: the, yeah the biggest thing i need i've got to raise a quarter million to fight the medical board in january they are just papering me to death uh dr that will take you to uh where you can go a uh, give send go program to see if we can raise the money so i can beat these guys uh, at the medical board. I do have a show at doctorsandscience.com. I started that when they took my license and I'm bringing on leading experts from around the world to send, to give you the truth. So uh, join me at doctorsandscience.com for my show. And if you feel like supporting me either in prayer or in finances, drpaulsfight.com.
2: Dr. Paul, keep up the the, the good battle
3: for yes. truth. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Oh, Thank you so much for having me on your show.
1: Thank you for being here. We'll have you back real soon. Thank you. All right, now uh, stay tuned because we're going to shift gears. We're going to go all the way over to the Middle East. Yeah, we're going to go to Iran. We're going to be talking to uh, John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat with the breaking news today. I'm not seeing on the monitors. Oh, Iran's about to have a nuke they can shoot our way or Israel. Ah, nothing to see here. Nothing to worry about. Stay tuned.
0: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut.
2: The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys with me. Glad to have this next guest with me because I saw a, a little blip today in the news. Like, it was no big deal. Oh, hey, y'all, by the way, Iran is about five seconds away from having weapons-grade uranium. Oh, it's like Baghdad bomb, yeah. uh, Andrea. Nothing to see here. <sighs> nothing to see here. You know, not, nothing wrong with that. I mean, shouldn't every uh, you know country around the world um, be able to have nuclear weapons? I mean, what's the big deal here, huh? And I'm thinking it might it, it surely be a big deal, as I told you guys at the open of the show. This is, uh, Iran is the number one state sponsor of terrorists, killed more Americans uh, through terrorist acts in Iraq war, Afghanistan, Syria, and beyond, as well as the fact that they've had at their stated goal that they want to wipe Israel and the United States off the map, and now it looks like they might have the means to do so, and we got creepy Uncle Joe, who doesn't even know where, where he is any time of the day as the commander-in-chief. So I had before I pushed the panic button, though, I had to reach out to our favorite threat analyst, john guandolo from understanding the threat and he is here and he joins me now hello my dear friend thank you for being here
4: thank you so much for having me as always i really appreciate the opportunity to share with you and your
1: audience so what are we spo- i mean i mean am i overstating the concern here john guandolo what is going on
4: well i think um first of all no you are not uh, this is a, a really grave situation and you just kind of mention it in your opening the uh this is the the same Iran that uh, in 79 declared a global revolution against the world, the Islamic revolution, same Iran that bombed the U.S. Embassy and U.S. Marine barracks uh, in Lebanon in the early 80s. Um, This is the same Iran that uh, had a hand in uh, in the 9-11 attacks by supporting Al Qaeda and the same Iran that uh, supplied weapons and other munitions to uh, fighters in, the, in Iraq against U.S. and allied troops, and, and much, much more. Um, and, and what's amazing to me is that the United States is sitting down with them uh, at the uh, bargaining table in Vienna again um, to talk about nuclear, uh, their nuclear program and the sanctions and all this as if they're a, just a, an actual equal partner. That's to me is the the insanity of this. And it reminds me of the Japanese literally holding negotiations with the U.S. while their Navy was headed towards, steaming towards Pearl Harbor. And the ambassador, of course, from Japan to the United States knew that. And uh, he smiled at us and looked at us and at the same time mm-hmm. knew they were about to go to war with us. I think that that's how grave this is and I uh, by all estimates uh Iran is probably less than 30 days away from having you know weapons grade uranium.
1: And then and then how quickly can that be put into a missile a warhead and um directed towards Israel or us or anyone else?
4: Well, I, I That may be a moot point. I'm not sure. Uh, Certainly Israel is not going to wait to find out how quickly they can uh, turn that into a a functional uh, nuke because we know that the Iranians uh, over the years have been testing various missiles. We know that Iran is uh, working and has been working with China, who um, recently successfully tested a hypersonic missile. Now, do we think or do we know Iran uh, has something like that? We don't know that, uh, but we know that they're sharing information with other adversaries of the United States and so uh, and technology. So I think we there's a there's a reason to believe it could be turned over in a relatively short amount of time. Uh, but again, I don't think uh, certainly Israel, which is already, if you look at what what Israel is doing. As we speak, I think they're preparing for uh, offensive operations against Iran.
1: And uh, uh, what does this mean for us in the U.S.? Um, could this end up being, uh, you know, expanding into some kind of third world war?
4: Um, well, there's certainly the possibility of a, certainly a broader regional war okay. between um, Israel um, and and Iran. What I think is has to be said is the the U.S. government under this administration and the Obama administration, their actions, just their actions and their policies, make it clear that they want a nuclear Iran. Yeah. Joe Biden wants a nuclear Iran. Now, if he doesn't, his actions of his, him and his administration do not reflect that. I would say the same of Mr. Obama. It it appears that they want a nuclear Iran. They have made statements and have taken actions that demonstrate they do not support, uh, Israel or other nations like it, meaning nations that defend freedom. And, uh, this is, this is the natural outcome of this kind of administration in the United States. It doesn't help that, uh, there's a lot of flip-flopping going on. You know, Mr. Obama handed billions of dollars and uh, and pretty much an open door to the Iranians. Honestly, Mr. Trump imposed uh, well over a hundred different safe sanctions on Iran, and now Mr. Biden is um, seems to be working to. To relieve those. However, well, and we'll
1: never really know. Excuse me for interrupting. We'll never really know what is being said and negotiating against us. We don't really know. There was lots of this Iran nuclear deal that Kerry put together that were private. We we don't even know what what was agreed to. You know, it was supposed that, to be some kind of some kind of self imposed inspection thing going on. Uh, now we know the the results of that. I mean, basically the U.S. taxpayers have funded. Iran's nuclear program and I don't that's, want to I don't right. I'm not I'm not trying to scare everybody that we're about to go into the third world war because quite frankly the U.S. is not going to do anything to intervene and anything happening over there if in my opinion if, if Israel gets attacked so I'm not even sure that this U.S. government right now would even defend us if we were attacked um but but you know it's it's certainly frightening to me um going forward where does Russia play it, it where's Russia involved in this?
4: Well, you've, you've got to remember that, uh, Russia has, is and, uh, always has been about, uh, defending, uh, Mother Russia, honestly. And I don't mean to make that as just a blanket statement, but that is, that is true. And, and unlike, uh, not that they don't have expansionist ideas, um, but they are not the same, uh, world vision as Iran. So, the way Russia operates is it will do whatever it needs to do to ensure its interests are secure. Um, First. So we know that uh, China and Russia and Iran have uh, agreed uh, to certain uh, strategic Mm -hmm. partnerships. We know that for instance, uh, a year and a half ago, August of 2020, China and Iran agreed to a strategic partnership mm-hmm. uh, and their work in certain things. We know that Russia and China and Russia and Iran um, do certain things together. And for instance, working with Turkey, which is reestablishing uh, the caliphate and, yeah. and they do that with permission from Russia and Iran. So there are areas where Russia and Iran will work
1: together and other
4: areas where Russia's interests uh, Certainly supersede
1: any of that well, let's but- talk about Afghanistan quickly before and and how they're rolling this because um the Biden administration created the chaos that went down in Afghanistan and ended up with them having eighty something billion dollars worth of our weaponry there that I have to think about that entire area now with Iran getting this weaponry um because they were allowed to they were they were a factor in Iran obviously i mean in in Afghanistan and what went on there. Um, you know, if if it just ends up being, I, I believe Israel is capable of protecting itself and defending itself, if not proactively, at least defensively. Um, if the, I guess if if that if that's the worst case out of it, that well then you know what you know I I, I never thought we needed to be over in a rocket war in Af- in Afghanistan in the first place. Um, I just I just I, I'm nervous and scared for our safety here because we're no longer we're no longer a superpower. Um, that believes in um, uh, peace through strength. Wrap us up, John Guandolo, where we stand today from a national security standpoint.
4: Well, I think you just touched on something. You have a a general officer corps in our military that is uh, uh, on the soft side, I'll, I'll use the word woke, on the worst side, they're, you know, communists. I think General Milley is a communist. I think there are a lot of general officers who are traitors, Uh, certainly McChrystal, McRaven, uh, General Allen, uh, a number of them are flat-out traitors and have uh, succumbed to the will of our our adversaries. Um, So I do have serious concerns about the state of our military that's more worried about uh, transgenderism than it is about fighting and winning wars. And this has been a long time coming. Uh, I mean, you can go back to the um, early nineties and look at the policies that that were degrading the U S military. Yeah. Excuse me for interrupting
1: Um, because I just saw a headline skins gave me here. The Pentagon chief says that, uh, a uh, guard who refused the vaccine cannot train. Uh, train so na- uh, on the National Guard. So at a time right now where Iran's about to, to be weaponized with with nuclear capability, you know we're 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 ready to cut loose and get rid of National Guard as well as U.S. military that don't want to get jabbed. When you know this is our healthiest, our most fit uh, fighting forces, and you know who who may not want to be jabbed with something that they don't need at, at best case and could kill them at worst case. This is the state of our U.S. military.
4: Right. And I would say, based on the totality of our analysis, I think that you are watching, as I said earlier, that, that the uh, the Biden administration wants a nuclear Iran. I think there are people, not every general, but there are general officers, including Milley and others, who want to see the degradation of the U.S. military force. They want to see it weakened because they're batting for the other team. These are not our. These are traitors to the United States, and this is the thing that I find when we go around and, and meet with citizens or state officials, local officials, who still have not grasped the grave danger inside our government. And this is. Uh,
1: it mattered. It yeah. mattered, John Guandolo, when Barack Obama sat the Muslim Brotherhood on the front row at his I'm a man of the world speech in Cairo when he was running for presidency. Okay. It mattered that the Muslim Brotherhood was allowed access to the White House without security clearances. Michelle Bachman was right that, that our Muslim Brotherhood has infiltrated every aspect of our U.S. government and their stated goals to replace the Constitution with Koran. And that's where we're at today. Oh, um, John Guandolo, tell right. everybody how they can get a, be a part of your organization.
4: Well, we encourage everybody to go to understandingthethreat.com, certainly sign up for a newsletter, but the key is get our into action training program. So reach out to us on our contact page, say, I have people in my community, we're ready to be trained and put into action, and we actually train you to identify individuals and organizations in your community that are hostile and behind, you know, really at the root of the corruption and we tr- show you how to take back your communities uh, at the local and county level and so reach out to us at understandingthethreat.com and, and begin that because the sooner you do it the sooner you take back your community and uh, take back your state
1: absolutely thank you it's, we got to get active at the local level people you can't sit back and think congress or any president's going to going to fix it for us john guandola thank you so much for being here
4: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Bless you. You too. All right. Stay tuned. Y'all heard about Twitter's new public health, public safety policy today? (laughs) Yeah, sure.
0: Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K. Show. Connect with the show at ourfreenation.org. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back. So everybody was all like, "Yay, Jack Dorsey's gone from Twitter," and I'm like, "Not so fast. We don't know that that means anything's going to be a, any better at Twitter."
2: Oh, I had a friend that that was like that. I'm like, uh, I've actually read some murmurings about who's behind him. It's it's not. It's going to be worse.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, they got this new dude out there who who tweeted. I don't know how long ago. Who, you know, how am I supposed to separate? You know, um, uh, the white supremacists from white people or something like that. I mean, he's full. You know, he, he's he's part. He's anti. Uh, he's racist. But that aside, let's take that out of it, because, yeah, that that tweet is horrifying. He hates white people. Um, their new policy that advances public uh, safety is they're no longer going to allow anybody to post pics or videos. The initial announcement was nobody's going to be allowed to post a picture or a video of somebody um, uh, on Twitter uh, without their approval. Um, So then people were like, well, how is that going to, you got to get written consent from everybody. So here's how it's going to work. You could post a picture of, or a video of somebody on Twitter, but if somebody wants it to be taken down, Twitter will take it down. And they're going to base this decision on whether or not it is valuable for public discourse. In other words, if somebody wants to post a picture of a MAGA person all day long or videos of a MAGA person and defame them or dox them or whatever, they'll get allowed to do that. But if you try to post a Video of a snatch and grab of people, um, or or pictures, or of, of somebody like Daryl Brooks who committed an act of mass domestic terrorism, running people over in the streets. They're going to take that down and be kind to Fauci. Exactly. Um, so this is just another attempt to, you know, control the message. You control minds by um, controlling what pictures or videos of other people you're allowed to do, and it's in the course of public safety. Uh, Yeah, this is about public safety, like masks and shots are about health, right? And stopping a virus. Hey, we're out of time. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.